Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Life of the Lost. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll get right into today's episode of what we're what we're going to be talking about. So I think the beginning of last week, I kind of just was uh, during work. I tend to watch some videos while I'm, you know, going through the progressions of what I do on a day-to-day basis. And this one video kind of caught my eye a little bit in terms of why men like Fight Club. (laughs) And I thought, and I watched the video and I really thought, how important and how, what do you say, current of a topic it is nowadays after, you know, seeing so many horrible situations happen in around across the country in terms of just like gun violence and just these horrific things. Um, And I just felt how related these topics that this movie Fight Club kind of touched on And it's wild how long ago this movie was made, but how impactful the bigger messages have been touched on pretty much during today's current times. I know how interesting it is to you, Megan, but (laughs) but she's she's clearly just, you know, like, what are you what are you talking about? But allow me to show you. Um, So maybe it might pique your interest or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, yeah, I'll I'll play it and you'll hear it. There you go. All right, check it out. Check it out. I want you to do me a favor. Yeah, sure. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. When you wrote Fight Club, you tapped into something. It was really fascinating for me, as someone who's been involved in martial arts my whole life, and I, I've understood the cathartic release of violence. Sometimes all you could hear were the flat, hard packing sounds over the yelling. You weren't alive anywhere like you were there. But I never saw it articulated the way you did, and you made it enticing for a thinking person. Advertising has us chasing cars and clothes, working jobs we hate so we can buy shit we don't need. You sort of opened up these doors of understanding. We're the middle children of history, man. No purpose or place. We have no great war. No Great Depression. Our Great War is a spiritual war. Our Great Depression is our lives. For someone who maybe had frustration or had some pent-up rage or had some, some angst that just was not going to get out any other way, and then you wrote about it. We've all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars, but we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. We're very, very pissed off. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, he, he hit some nerve that nobody really hit before. And it's not a nerve that gets hit very much. My classic thing is that there are so few social model novels or stories for men. For, for women, you know, every season, there's a new Joy Luck Club, a new How to Make an American Quilt, a new Traveling Sisterhood of the Yaya Pants, whatever. <laughs> Just all these different models in which women can come together and talk about their lives. And if you're a man, you've got either Fight Club or you have the Dead Poet Society. And that is really it. So we don't have a lot of narratives that, that depict to men a role or a kind of script in which to come together and talk about their shed. Is that what a man looks like? <laughs> uh, self-improvement is masturbation. Now self-destruction. Another thing is that need for really rough play. And a lot of my friends, they brag about how badly their kids hurt them. Oh my gosh, my daughter came at me the other day. I had no idea how strong she was. She pulled my arm out of the socket. And they're proud. They're proud that their kid can play that rough and is growing up that strong. You know, we've kind of fallen away from this idea of consensual rough play. And I think Fight Club resonated with that a lot. Wait, what? This is crazy. You want me to hit you? That's right. What, like in the <laughs> face? <laughs> Surprise me. This is so fucking stupid. Motherfucker! And also the idea that there needs to be a secondary father in men's lives. You're born, if you're lucky, with a biological father that you do not choose, and that is the, the nurturing, loving father that you eventually kind of have to reject. But in doing so, you have to choose a new father. That father by choice typically is a, a minister or a teacher or a drill sergeant or a coach, one of those fathers. And you kind of put yourself in apprenticeship to the secondary father. Too young. Sorry. If the applicant is young, tell me he's too young. Old, too old, fat, too fat. If the applicant then waits for three days without food, shelter, or encouragement, he may then enter and begin his training. And you have to sort of consign your life to the secondary father and agree to learn what they're going to teach you, uh, just like in Karate Kid. And that is getting harder and harder and harder to find. I think this is a game. You're too young to train here. End of story. Quit wasting our time. Get the fuck out of here. Get off the porch! Sooner or later, we all became what Tyler wanted us to be. I'm gonna go inside and I'm gonna get a shovel. So Fight Club was also depicting a new form of the secondary father with all these kids that were showing up on the doorstep of this ramshackle old house. Got two black shirts? Sir. Two pair of black pants? Yes, sir. One pair of black boots? Sir. Two pair of black socks? Sir. One black jacket? Sir. $300 personal burial money? Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> You're too old, fat man. Your tits are too big. Get the fuck off my porch. You are apprenticing yourself to somebody that you're going to do all this grunt work for, but in exchange, you're going to, you're going to learn a kind of really master skill at something. Special. You are not a beautiful or unique snowflake.
organic matter as everything else. It's a way of mastering yourself as you master this other thing. But it is that existentialistic moment where you, you realize that you have to sacrifice your youth for something. You're not going to live forever, and you've got to give your life to something. Like a monkey ready to be shot into space. Space monkey. Ready to sacrifice himself for the greater good. So there were just so many aspects of men's lives that were not being addressed when Fight Club came out. And it sort of reinvented so many of those things that had fallen by the wayside. I mean, we could we could end that now, but um, yeah, I guess one of the reasons why that video caught interest of me is just somebody who who was adopted, who didn't grow up with a father, who was struggling to find their place in this world as a man, as a young boy. A lot of these kind of ideas kind of hit me as I was watching this video, even though I had watched the movie multiple times during my life growing up. Um, it just like kind of rung a bell because, you know, in this current state of mind, like I, I feel angry. I feel angry at the world. I feel angry at the cards that I was dealt. I just feel this lack of release of the, <laughs> the male alpha-ness of I just I just want to punch somebody I just want to hurt somebody like in the sense of just getting that frustration out like I feel like I'm all I'm, I'm I'm trained to just be medicated like I can't do these things it's barbaric it's it's you know childlike I can't just like wrestle like with with an, with another like man and have it not be like weird or like you know like and it's just like this this thing I once had as a child even with like my friends I was able to wrestle and just like be be a man be a boy be a be a be a an animal and that that was a release of uh of uh my feelings and that helped me feel better and that helped me be more productive and my mind clear. And now that I can't do these things, it, 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 it just, it's just interesting. Yeah. I can go to a UFC fight club. Yeah. Like I can do these things, but it's just like, it's just frustrating how it's like frowned upon in society, the older you get. And it's like, I always would tell you, like, you know, I feel like I can, I can understand a man by the way that, I can grapple with them. Like some men who are rigid, I found are very hands-on. They don't like you to touch their body, no homo. <laughs> They're very like, they'll like hold you by your hands and other dudes are more like, like, and you can embrace my body and you can like, you know, wrestle me, but you're not gonna win. And and I'm like, all right, bet like, and those are the like differences in certain dudes that I've like, like, you know, sparred with over my lifetime. and. This is an interesting um, thought, and I just feel like in today's society, you know, there's all these, you know, I don't know, I've, I've, I've heard so many, like, female perspectives on, like, you know, being being a female and, like, being adopted and, like, mom and parents, but, like, I feel like I've yet to hear, like, any kind of, like, masculine men who've been adopted, who didn't have a father, who's kind of growing up in this world, who is trying to figure out what that means to them, who didn't really have many male figures in their life and you know, who, who do they turn to as role models? What principles do they adopt since they're kind of just making it up as they go? Um, you know, what a father means to them. And those are these kind of big questions that I'm still grappling with now. And maybe that's one of the reasons why I don't know. I don't feel like a dad 
I don't know how to operate like a dad. Because I guess <laughs> just kind of going with it on the spot. <laughs> and it's just, just wild. I think that it's interesting because it goes even back further from you just um, being a dad. I think it goes all the way back. It's very like a primal thing as well. Um, Because when you look at it, when whatever kind of belief you want to believe, like if we came from monkeys or if we were just placed here by God or or whatever it is, right? In the beginning, you can't really doubt. I mean, I guess you could, but you can't really say that we weren't like harvesting right men were harvesting women were harvesting whatever the case is but men were also they were just they were more physical with what they were doing and what they were as far as like hunting things like that and now as we kind of progress with the evolution we're kind of we're taking a lot of these things away such as like this hunting this like masculine thing and not only hunting too like like you know fighting with themselves how how does one assert themselves as the dominant alpha male in a pack of a tribe and you ha- and without killing you know your your fellow like you know tribesmen yeah it has to be some kind of like test of strength that you know you guys would do to like assert your dominance or mm-hmm. show that like I'm the strongest, like, like I take control, like, mm-hmm. and I respect you guys because we all have to work in harmony as a unit. Um, yeah. And it's like very like saying, animalistic. Yeah. And I think that like a lot of society takes that away and is like, okay, we're all equals now, which is fine. Cool. Whatever. But like, if you want to go down to the root of it, like it, we're, we're just not like physically we're, we're not like, I'm not, I wasn't made to do certain things that men sometimes are. Can, can I do them? Yeah. I'm not trying to take that away. But like, if you look at the physics deep down and you want to go look up deeper into what I'm saying, that's totally cool. But like, just physically, I'm not meant to do certain things. Yeah. And you know, um, even if you were, you would be kind of, I feel like, be shunned by female society to a certain extent. Like, whoa, like, you're a bit too much, you know? But 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 if it's something that you know you, you love, like, you know, there there are, like, you know, more physical alpha females that, like, love that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm sure that they didn't necessarily have the best upbringing, too. I could just, I can only imagine like, how many, like, playdates they had to go home from their mom because they're being too aggressive with their, like, girls. And because they, like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, girls don't necessarily hang out with boys on average there's always exceptions but you know play dates and such um but also going back to kind of what that video was talking about about how men talk about their kids like they brag about how bad their kids hurt them <laughs> and that hit me close because i'm just like how many times do i like mess around with maya like how many times do i like you know just try and spar with her but you know you know and and enjoy like i don't tell you but i enjoy when like she like hits me or like when she kicks me because I can feel that strength and it makes me proud. It makes me proud because like, I feel like psychologically I'm like kind of trying to season her in a weird way of like, what happens if somebody like does that? Like, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do about it? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like test me, like show your strength, test your strength on me. You know, like I can take it, you know, like, and so that's why when she hits me, I'm like, ah, you know, like this, but in my mind, I'm like, Yo, that was a good hit. Like, yeah. I respect that. And, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe your dad felt similar, like, with you guys growing up. I don't know if your dad ever tested your brother in terms of just, like, you know, what you got. Like, you know, just, like, pushing him around. Like, because it's just like that, that, I don't know, 
that I never realized like why I did that. And sometimes I, I realized that and maybe it's just like a, f- a lack of being able to do that with like other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Especially I feel like you, like if we're going to pinpoint you, you're just around me and my, and your mom for majority of the time, not all the time, but majority of the time. And that's like three women you know, on top of like kind of having to communicate with her mom, like almost on a daily basis, that's another woman. Um, And then on top of having to work with all women, um, and you, I think, being the only, maybe there's only three men in the design or marketing department along with you. So it's just very like women-based, and it seems like sometimes you have to kind of pull yourself out of um, being being upfront and being confrontational. Um, the way you want to, the way you communicate, because that's how you communicate better. You're more like, all right, did I fuck up or not? And if I did, how can I fix it? Where a lot of these women, now I'm talking about work, and I guess me, my, and your mom, we all communicate very differently, where maybe just like I take a step back and I don't really talk about it and kind of expect you to figure it out. Or where Maya will kind of have a tan- temper tantrum and won't really talk about it only until you have to like get down uh, like to her level like on your knees and and like try to like talk to her and these are like very these ways are you're molding to us but in a I'm trying to like do you, do you kind of understand what I'm saying? Yeah, to, exactly. To where it's like for me a lot of my maybe that's where me and you sometimes are get confused with how to communicate with each other because mine is a lot more um body language based where like when when, like because like dudes i think they talk a lot more with body language because we don't really look at each other we kind of just like we feel each other out in a weird body language like you know what i mean kind of like sizing each other up to an extent yeah when you first meet a guy you're kind of like what's the first thing that goes through your mind yeah, a lot of it too is with the handshake. Yeah. You know, like if a guy like I know, you know, with my family side, there's a few guys who were like, they gave me this such like weak handshake, and I was just like so weak. And I've never experienced like like I've experienced like handshakes from other dudes who were very strong when I was a kid, and just hearing that like weak handshake, I was like, kind of like didn't even think of occurring to me thinking about other men based on their handshake. But when I felt that the weakest handshake in my life, I just looked at that man like wow, you are not, you are not, uh, you don't come off as very masculine at all. Like you feel very like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it like neutered in a way. Like mm-hmm. what, what happened to you? You know, like mm-hmm. how's your family dynamic? Like you feel like, you know, what would happen if somebody attacked your family? Like how, would you, I don't feel that, 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 that strength. I don't feel that like, you know, I can hold my family down vibe. And I know he was a little older, but my God, like I felt some old men, you know, squeezes in there they still got it you yeah. know they might be, not be able to like hold them their own against their family because they're older but but i can feel that like they like it's like i feel like they know who they are when they like shake my hand and i slowly because i never had a dad figure i didn't know like how to hand, handshake but like i slowly kind of like understood like how do i want to be as a man to other men who shake my hand and i kind of picked more of like a a firm grasp not one of those like handbreaker grasp yeah. but like a firm grasp or like if some guy did a handbreaker grasp to me they would feel my firm grasp and they would say obviously i'm alpha over this like young boy or young man but mm-hmm. i see he's he's he knows he's he's got it he's got it he he knows where he's going he might not be there yet and i might 
triumph. I might tower over him, mm-hmm. but he he's aware yeah. of the dynamic of this environment that he's in. And I think whether we want to admit it or not, what the first time you meet somebody, you're going to be judging them off of something. And yeah. like I said, a lot of people are like, oh, no, I'm not judgmental. I, I like would never. But it's just not true. Like you're going to compare yourself to them. I, I probably know one person who, who doesn't really judge themselves to other people. But everybody else, I can't say that they do. Don't. Um, and for me, I guess, when I when I look at somebody um, and I meet them for the first time, sometimes it's about a handshake. But a lot of the times it's... Um, the first few things that come out of their mouth and how they project themselves to be more of like, maybe they think that their work is the most important thing. So they'll introduce themselves as, Hey, my name is like blank and I work for blank. Um, maybe they'll introduce themselves and say like, Hey, my name is blank and I have three kids or, you know, whatever it is. So I, I'm not trying to, I guess that's how I can relate to them, right? That's exactly how I can relate to them and what, what's going to come out of my mouth next um, and how I want to redirect. But I think it's it's cool that you have kind of like that way of being able to... Sorry, I'm getting super like distracted because I keep hearing Maya's like cartoons in the background. Oh, I know. Sorry, my, Maya's here uh, this weekend at the moment. So she's uh, enjoying her friend Anaya, who's... They're really close friends. So and they're on we're, FaceTime together. We're trying like. to make it work right now, so <laughs> yeah. bear with us, guys. Um, and I'm not trying to be like that hover person, like trying to overhear everything. But it's hard. I know yeah. your mind is, is can you know, it's always, that's a, that's a, that's a good thing about you, um, positive thinking with, with how your mind works, is you'll think of these like things that are, are very important. Like, for instance, um, when we were on our way to see my mom a few days ago, you're thinking about the gift. You're thinking about like all these things that I had literally totally forgotten about, but it did like stress me out when I thought about it because what you said was real. Like it was important. Like we should probably get, you know, a card for this. We should probably do this for that. We should probably, and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm very overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. But that's me being overwhelmed was probably how you were feeling. Just very overwhelmed because you were thinking about these things that were very important, but they weren't necessarily at the forefront of what uh, the objective was, which was to just get there there at Thanksgiving on time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so that, you know, I can understand, um, that when you, when you say that, um, uh, maybe I should close the door. It is closed. closed. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I think the thing is like our microphones are picking it up too. So it's just a little bit and it's going into my ears, but it's okay. I'll push through. Oh, that's why I turned my microphone a little, little down a little bit. Oh really? Can you turn mine down a little bit? Yeah. What's your number one? One. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Much better. Cause I just go off of, yeah, I just go off of, um, um, but yeah, just going back to like judging somebody by like a handshake or, or maybe it's something they say or how they hold themselves. I think we all do it. And whether we want to be accountable and see us like each other through it or not, I think it's super important to just say like, hey, like, yeah, I do judge somebody off of like A, B and C. And like that's just it is what it is. And like, how can I move forward and how does that help me or hurt me in the future? Um, but going back to you talking about um, like be, being a man and having that you know, affect you in other ways too. And kind of going back to the fight club and going even deeper into, I just think of like the hunting and gathering stage of, you know, we just had Thanksgiving and how that comes about, you know, and I don't know. 
maybe I don't know where I'm going exactly with this thought, but I just think it's a lot deeper than a lot of people even understand. And I'm kind of, to be honest, a little bit tired of this like equality shit bullshit in my opinion, because we're just not equal. Like, not everybody is equal to an extent. And the second that we are constantly... We're, like, trying to be equal, but we're comparing ourselves to be equal. And it's like, isn't that a thing? Aren't we not supposed to be comparing ourselves? Like, why can't I just sit here and be a person I want to be and not constantly compare myself to A, B, and C? If it comes to work and I'm able to say, hey, Josh and I were hired at the exact same time, the exact same date, we do the exact same thing, and like he's making more, maybe that's something I can talk about. Yeah. That's not always the case in every single thing. And like, I have a lot of opinions about um, equality, but. No, and I think based off that, that alone, I think is one of the bigger issues that America's facing right now. I think there's a lot of unhappy, restless young men and men who are not having this outlet in their life of maybe it's a variety of different things, but are just really trying to, I guess, one, find like, you know, how they said that you, every man has two fathers, if you're lucky, the one that's you're born with Mm -hmm. and the one that's nurturing and that brings you up and then the one that you ultimately when you turn into a young man yourself have to kind of look away and find another man out there who you can kind of spiritually form an apprenticeship with Mm -hmm. and learn from that man and learn valuable insights i think that in today's world like in this the the narrator was saying in the video we were watching how hard it is to find that second male figure if you even have a first male figure to go off of like Mm -hmm. me i'd never had a first male figure so I was left trying to pick up the pieces, um, ultimately finding like bits and pieces of honestly like YouTubers yeah. who I gravitated towards like Rich Piana was a huge like male father figure. <laughs> I never knew the guy, yeah. but I, I enjoyed who he was based on the video set he uploaded and I took from it what I enjoyed, which is his inability to like not give a flying fuck about what anyone thinks. I am who I am and I'm proud of it. I might know what I'm doing in my body is bad, but I don't give a fuck. Like, like I do what I love. I love it. And, and I loved that. I loved his mentality. I love how much of a man he loved to be. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's why I gravitated towards him because he was like a man, man, man. Like he. And now that's such a negative thing. Like you can't be like a manly man. You can't have big muscles, tattoos, and just love like without being like like a woman hater. Yeah, or like one of those like oh you're such a narcissistic like man, disgusting like. Yeah. You know, I'm like, dude, like, and I think that's the problem now. Like, and you see all this like violence and stuff. You you can't help but think like, obviously, like what led to this person doing these like horrific things, you know, and you can break it down. A lot of it could be like, you know, going out here on a limb, guys. But but a lot of it, I feel like is is a very like repressed male, just angst, just angry with the world. And they just don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And that's a very scary thing. Mm-hmm. It's a very scary thing. And like someone like me, you know, I can obviously I know and I can tailor it and I can kind of like, you know, just try and figure out other ways that I can kind of like let go of that and like release myself. A lot of that could be through running and like just lifting weights and sometimes even just like putting up a bag in the gym and just like punching the crap out of it mm-hmm. and just like feeling that. But going to back to um, how men like they enjoy when like their kids like hit them sometimes because mm-hmm. it just feels my friend Sam I you know like I tell me how long I've talked about when he like punched me in my arm that one time 
That was I talked so about scary. it so <laughs> many times because I loved yeah. that. It like I felt so I felt so human. I felt so me. I felt like I could like I I finally the world could see me for who I am. It's such a weird concept, but because of that one punch from another man hitting me and I just felt like damn like I got it. Like, I got it. Like, like another dude, like, like it helped me weigh out other men based on that one man's punch, based on how, how strong that guy was, how big that guy was and how he came down and just knocked me. And I, I still felt it. I could still go like, like, what does that mean about other guys in my vicinity? How can I look at other men the same way I looked at him based on body type, based on structure, based on intelligence, like, you know, and for a man, that's like for a woman, I don't know, like they're probably like, what the hell? But, but for a guy, it's just yeah. like, wow, like, God, give me more. Like, let's go. Don't touch my face, though. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Like, let's <laughs> like, let's like, you know, and, and I know he loved that, too, because yeah. after he's like, yo, give me your hardest punch. I'm like, yeah. I bet. And we were just going in. And like, yeah. I just love that. Like, And I was like, please, God, please, Sam, don't break Sam's arm. Yeah, but even if I'm like, I was worth it. Like, it yeah. was freaking worth it. And um, it's I interesting because a lot of countries um, have things like that. Um, like, kind of like this fight club. I know Peru does, um, and I know Nigeria does, where you have a day out of the year and you kind of just like, <laughs> kind of in the mud, just brawling with somebody who just really pissed you off and kind of. They, they're allowing their community, they're allowing themselves to get that out of the picture, get the, get that out of the way. And I guess like the thing that drives me nuts about women, to be honest, these days, um, I can't stand hanging out with women who are constantly talking shit about other people, whether that be men or women or any anybody okay and then the next day you're hanging out with them or you see pictures on social media with them with those same people and it's like i don't fucking get it like they're your friends or they're not because yesterday you were just telling me about how much you fucking hated this person how they did you so dirty how this and that but now you guys are best friends like where does that how are you internalizing that where is that going because now to me I don't, I know shit, and it just becomes like, ah, oh, so fucking toxic, and I'm so fucking over that. Yeah, and I guess maybe that's, like, why I have a hard time, too, because, like, sometimes you you talk to me, but, like, I'm not expected to kind of do anything, and in yeah. my mind, I'm just like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, fam- like, an example would be, like, family matters, you know, like, family situations, where it's very different when... Sam, me, and Maya will go to Minnesota and we'll try to hang out with my family there. How I was raised is very different than how Sam was raised. And the and minute how, we did talk about it. Yeah. And, oh, sorry, and, sorry, sorry, no, it's okay. Finish. It's just, it's a very different way of, of growing up and living, living through situations, living through conflict. And so for me, it's kind of always been like, okay, we have a problem, but we're going to kind of shove it under the rug and like kind of get over it. And all of these, since it was Thanksgiving, I keep seeing these funny memes like, our family in 1999 or videos and um it's funny because like people are screaming at each other in the car and like fuck you no fuck you and then you open the door to your relative's house and you look like a well put together family and that's kind of how my family was growing up it's just like this chaotic mess just getting to the event and once you're there it's like okay we're gonna pretend none of that shit happened and like an example 
like that kind of happened at my family's house the last time we were there. And Sam's like, you should just like address it and talk to them about it and talk through it. And yeah. that's very scary for me. Um, but eventually Sam and I talk, sat down with my parents and talked to them about something that was really bothering us. Um, and we yeah, grew closer. We grew closer yeah. because I think, you know, your dad kind of learned a little bit about me in a more personal setting as I did with him. And I think that we uh, grew a little bit more of mutual respect and understanding of each other. And I think after that, it a lot of it was a lot easier. I feel like um, we kind of cleared the air. And mm-hmm. I think I, I'm pretty sure you can, you know, think about that on your own. Let me know if I'm wrong. But I think after that, things were really simmered down. They settled down a lot. I yeah. Think, I don't think that there was any kind of like. And the nice thing was we were all on the same page. We all had the same thoughts. It's just we weren't expressing them in, I think, the correct manner that the other person could understand. And it wasn't like a big conflict, like me and you versus them. It was literally about something completely different. Um, But it was just frustrating. It's frustrating and it's scary to handle things like in that way, but it's so much easier once you do kind of confront a situation um, in that tone. And it's just, you really just clear the air and you get it out of the way. And that's it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, um, I think that, it's just the secrets thing, right? Like, I guess, because that's how... I, the secrets and, like, the... Only uh, telling certain people certain things and then... And, yeah, and these unknown rules, like, for mm-hmm. men that they can't do certain things or be certain types of people. And I think that today in today's time, there's a very big kind of... Like everyone says, like, you know, there's a very big push on... Um, what's it called on repressing the manly man? Like, mm-hmm. it, there's so many things going on with like how men can't really be men anymore, and how in movies they're projected as these kind of arrogant, kind of just stupid, angry, kind of just strong, no brain kind of dudes, and how like you know it's rise of the female, like female empowerment, or rise of these like submissive masculine men, submissive men who kind of like aid the female into like you you know you you're you know you're number one like in the sense of like you know better like show them show the man like in she hulk you know like in lord of the rings rings of power all these like women are these these manly womenly men you know and and it really unknowingly causes this balance shift where there's just a lot of feminine men and non-masculine men and a lot of masculine feminine female representation and that really alters even movie even you know scripts and um doesn't sit well with um people because you can look at their rotten tomatoes and it's just not not good with wakanda forever with um you know uh she hulk with like lord of the rings rings of power like all of these kind of shows that were kind of pivoted on this like women empowerment and kind of like cultural empowerment in ways which which is not wrong at all like it's wonderful but how they were going about it was just very like they're writing the script for a specific reason it's not it's not it seems like it's just like we want to in advertising scheme 
It's not like they're trying to really glorify equality. It just seems like, oh, they did it, so we need to make like a woman equal too, and they did it, so we need to do this too. And it's kind of like it just kind of like doubles down on it, like not just do it. Let's do it extra intense compared to what the last person. And it's like a power trip. And and it's like where does this start and end? And I guess that's kind of the frustrating thing. Like another, this is interesting because I was actually writing a post for. Supe based on this collage called um, Dear Dad. And it's of a dad and he has, it's an indigenous dad and he has one of the, his babies on his back. And he has another baby, I think it's his son on his side. And he's looking in the mirror and they're kind of popping out of the mirror a little bit. And when I looked at it and I was trying to kind of briefly describe it, the one thing that came into my head was this one time I was overhearing a kind of like a parental group or whatever and they were talking it was these like supposedly like these independent strong women having these opinions about motherhood and specifically they were kind of shitting on the fathers of their kids and it was kind of frustrating because they were shitting on them not because they were bad dads we weren't talking about that. We were talking. They were talking about specifically like, oh, he didn't bring the right flowers, or oh, like everything but being a dad. And they created this giant narrative of like really, really shallow things, and it just really bummed me out. And it's like you guys are just creating this like we had talked about it. This he man woman hater, like the opposite she woman man hater kind of club, mm-hmm. and like what is that promoting? And then then they just ta- start they just start meeting monthly weekly and they're just constantly talking shit and when you just constantly do that i feel like your energy is just going into that and then you're taking that and you're like oh well becky said her husband or her partner did this and like you don't do that for me and it's just this giant comparison kind of thing again and then they come back and they're like well i told him this and if he doesn't do that yo, are we talking about being a a father or are we talking about just shitting on men as like a society because lately it genuinely feels like it's all this talk about like my baby daddy can't do this and my baby daddy can't do that and that's such a common thing we don't really hear about the baby moms because the dads aren't really talking about them they're just going about their duty being a dad and this is just personal experience but like i could go on what happens is for the men who end up staying for loyalty reasons you they will kind of be neutered you know they will stay in the back they won't necessarily raise their hand or speak up unless there's literally like they either finally get fed up or they you know they have to intervene or you know i feel like women create this narrative where then men don't want to be around either you have this neutered man who's in somebody's life who doesn't really you know say much or you end up pushing a man far enough to cheat and then ultimately just like not want to be around you and that's why when they have kids they do that and then these young boys grow up without a father with and then all they hear is their mother talking about how crap their father is only for them to repeat the cycle and i and myself like you know i'm just like damn like you know on, on somebody who's trying to figure out what kind of man they want to be, you know, you get these like byproduct of these, you know, these women who raise girls who grow up to be women now. And now I'm like, you know, product of a woman who was raised in a certain way. And now I'm, I'm a victim of it, you know, potentially, you know, I, I, if I, you know, meet a woman or something, you know, and, and that's like a very scary thing. I don't want to be a neutered man. 
I don't, but I, but I want to be a, a loyal partner, but I, I don't want to put up with the shit of like trying to like have some woman just tell me how it is and me feeling like so flushed that I can't even explain myself and that I just kind of have to just resort to just like just primitive ways of just like getting like raising my voice or, or screaming or finally like just ODing for no reason because I just feel as though somebody's just been pushing my buttons over and over and over again and I just can't take it and that that rage and that that anger just like builds and it builds and it builds until one day it's just like it'll just open up and I get scared of that like I don't want to be like that what do you happen what happens as a man like my father never was there to tell me like oh this is what you do or like this is what not to do or like don't be with this woman because I've been with a woman like that and it only ends one way and I'm just like damn like I don't even know what I shouldn't what I should be looking out for or not oh well, like what's too, when is too much like when should I just leave like uh, I don't know I don't know anything and it's just wild like how many other dudes probably feel the same way you even do have a dad but their dad left or even do have a dad but their dad's too like neutered by by the wife or by the mom because he once was this like prestigious like stallion of a dude who just was like so instinctual and she just completely cut him down and he's a shell of himself and that shit just makes me sad just to think about all these young men or who are now older and just like completely shells of themselves because this woman just gutted the crap out of them just made them like this this submissive just i only speak i don't want none of that i don't want like damn man like jokes aside with these men who are just like oh that's your like i i don't i'm not part of this i don't know man like that just bums me out like the more i think about it the more like rage and kind of just frustration i feel about that stuff like, but like on the flip side though too like it's 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 hard because if it is in fact that way, like you keep talking about like neutered, like, and I totally understand that part, but like, it's hard to know like exactly what you said when it comes to knowing when to stay or knowing when to leave, because I think, you know, you only see the to, end result. You only yeah, see a guy being to, a shit father who cheats on his wife and he's like MIA, or you see this guy who's just like too much, like, bro, do you feel if you're not, like, you're right. Who shakes yeah. her hand like a, like a, like, you know, like a little boy yeah and i think it's just trying to find the the median and all that and i guess at the end of the day it's hard because it's it's like you can't be any kind of way if you want to like address yourself and be like more masculine um and do more masculine things then you subject yourself to people saying one thing about you and if you're more sensitive because that's just kind of how you are as a man you're just more sensitive in a kind of way then you subject yourself to being another thing and it, it's sad it's frustrating and it's not it doesn't it doesn't even make sense sometimes and i don't know what what we're doing as a whole to like to help it right now i feel like a lot of the time we're just really I mean, like in. even in the Hispanic community, how many times have I seen a TikTok or how many times have I seen something funny where like it's like these OD alpha females that are just like tell like like those videos where it's like tell them are, are we fighting or are we OK? And then, oh, or do I have a controlling like Latina girlfriend? And then it's like, and then she's like, no, we're telling we're not we're not I'm not controlling. And he's looking like like. Yeah, she's not controlling. 
And but she's like pinching him. That, but that's like that's funny, right? But that's like legit. And like you grow up like that, and those that couple hypothetically has children. What did, what are their children learning? What are the girls learning from the mom? What are the boys learning from the mom? And and looking at the dad based on what the mom is sh- showing the dad. If you, the mom if you, the dad oversteps his boundary, the mom will snap at him, and and the dad will be like, I'm you know I'm sorry I'm sorry. like you know. And then what does that son, son see that of that father? Mm-hmm. Damn, the mom, a woman is supposed to snap at a man like that. And a man is supposed to just shudder and kind of say, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Mm-hmm. What does a woman, a, a daughter see from mom? Oh, I just snap at a man and I'll, I'll cut him in line. And, and she grows up to be like that. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know, and, and, and the unfortunate side is then what happens? Then a, a woman snaps at a man for too long and then the man finally snaps back. Mm-hmm. And when a man snaps back, it's not like how a woman snaps. It's 50 times harder and more intense. And then the, and then now look at the cups of these two kids now like, oh, damn, like then dad's going to snap at mom and it's going to be crazy now. Like and then, you know, <laughs> then it's another fearful narrative of a guy. And it's and then like I should never do that to my wife, like snap at her. But then somehow they forget like these little, you know like there's reasons why like I, I swear like I don't like yes there are like like so many of women's perspectives but I feel like there's such little men's perspectives of like how to di- like how to like operate within a family dynamic of like yes it's not okay to snap at a woman 50 times harder but how do we get ourselves not in that situation it's like how do we train these it's more like how do we train young women and less of how do we train young men because I think at, at at first glance, like young men, like they're not, I feel like there's just these like, I don't know, these like baboons who just don't know. They're just like, oh, well, you know, let's play. Like, let's blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah, like there are obviously like, you know. I don't think that's the, the right way to go about it. They just don't. Sorry. I just feel like a lot of it is like how young women are raised. A lot of it. I think it's both, though. I think it's. But think like, about it. There aren't good if, if we're saying that there aren't a lot of good male figures in 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 families lives and the ones who are there kind of are not necessarily like groomed in the certain best ways obviously yes there are good dads out there who who muscle through it and who, who find a good relationship and they make it work but but if you think about society and think about american society in particular there's a lot of unhappy young men and how do we get a lot of unhappy young men who can't really voice out their frustration there might be very well a lot of men who grew up to be fathers who don't necessarily know these white rays and the ones who didn't really know are half of them are gone and the other half are just shit dads and so now you have all this parenting on these women on these moms and so yes now it's like how do we train these to a certain extent young girls who will ultimately kind of be a lot of that mom figure how do we figure out how they can kind of like alter their style to like do this because there is a problem and obviously it's like i feel like a lot of these fathers are not in these in the lives of of the of both kids well i think that's kind of part of the thing too though to look at is like the fathers not being there but the fathers were raised by somebody the fathers were boys once and who raised them most likely the mom yeah so no, how do we how I do we understand figure that. that well i guess where where you're coming from you're saying like younger women like because women are raised by the moms, moms. girls are raised by the moms who ultimately yeah. grow up to be women i guess i don't moms. necessarily have like an answer 
to it because it's kind of like what comes first, like the chicken or the egg. I think at the end of the day, as a society and as a person, you just need to look at how you were raised and try to break the boundaries and not bring those certain bad habits, um, those certain skills that people might call skills or whatever, I guess, habits to your kid. And now I kind of understand why, like, people like, you know, Andrew Tate and people like that other dude who, um, the other older guy, too, who just feels like there's just no outlet for, for men. And they, those two dudes, I forget what's his name, this older dude, forget, he's always on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's always talking very, like, intellectually about, like, men. And, like, I, I understand because it's like, you know, there's... I can go out on a limb in here and say based on all the stuff I've seen as a human being and uh, you know a lot of it's like a lot of a lot of women a lot of women are, are providers of families a lot of men are MIA or just like not there mentally like in the you know in the loop maybe they struggle with like drinking or maybe they struggle with like other things that just like keep them from really being in their family's lives or maybe they are in their family's lives but they're just too busy with work because of whatever reason they just kind of aren't really there and that would touch on the topic we talked about last week where it's like where are all the men where are all the fathers all these mothers are here and they're mm-hmm. taking care of these young men who ultimately will become men and those daughters will become women who will ultimately potentially perpetuate the cycle i'm not saying there's nothing wrong with i'm not saying everything's wrong with women or anything but i'm just saying that you know um there's just a, a, a bigger issue at hand. And I, I think that, you know, figuring out how, how we're raising these young girls um, is a good place, a great place to start. And I could be wrong. I could very well be wrong. Um, but from my opinion, I mean, I was raised by a, a single mom. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't, there was no dad in my life. And um, I made a lot of mistakes and I can only think that if there was some kind of, you know, male role model or if I had a father who was, you know, groomed, uh, decent, that he could have potentially, you know, saved me from making a lot of the mistakes that I ended up making in terms about what it's like to, to be a man and to be a son and to be a father and I think that I could have definitely used that. But <laughs> I don't know. I guess <laughs> there's a lot of I don't knows. And not a lot of dad figures out there telling me what they know or what they don't know to help me figure out what I can know and how to figure out how to know. What do you wish that society would be okay with you doing? What's something that that you feel like you can't do, but you want to do? Just brawl with random dudes. <laughs> I don't know. Like, just like being able to like say, yo, like, fuck you, motherfucker. You know, just like feel like I can just say it without any hostility or some shit. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I don't know. I just feel like that angst, man. Like, you know, like amongst friends, because yeah. obviously you can't do that when you go on the street. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, I guess that's that society like norm. I don't know. Like being more available to just be like, yo, like. I don't know, like having a friend come over and be like, yo, you want to spar right now? 
be like, yeah, you know, because I feel like, I don't know, men are just, when, when it's like you're a boy and then you're a man. Mm-hmm. Like you, there's no more boy. You can't be a boy anymore. Like you just have to be a man. Mm-hmm. And men are elegant. Men are this. Men are that. Men are, you know, they don't they don't expose themselves as X, Y, and Z. You know, they don't show certain things. They don't do certain things. That's like infantile. Like no. Like sometimes it's like yo, let's duke it out right now. But you like, said you don't want to do like MMA fighting or anything. Yeah, because like I guess that's like you know. I don't know. You don't necessarily want to go to a nail salon all the time, but sometimes you just want to do your nails at home. I don't know. With maybe like a, a girlfriend doing masks on at, in your face, like going to a, a beauty salon, paying money to do it, get it done professionally. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to have a, a glass of wine, like with a girlfriend, just like put a mask on yeah. and just like talk gossip or, or watch a good mask. movie. Yeah. 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 Like, sometimes I don't want to go to a UFC bar. I just want to, like, invite a friend over and just fucking spar, just fucking grapple, and just just laugh after. Say, oh, you got me that good headlock, you know? Or oh, you're getting stronger, man. You know, I could see the I could see your gym workout working, you know? Yeah. Um, and, I mean, sports, you kind of get a little bit of that. You can be a little bit phys- more physical with it, but, you know, it kind of stops at a certain point. Um but that's kind of like why I like sports too. Like why I like playing soccer. Uh, I like being physical. I like competing. Um, that male competitiveness is always there. It's different than females because females, I think they're more like intelligent competitive. They like to be more tactical. Men, men just like to just, I feel as a man, just like just, just balls to the wall. <laughs> Let's just go. Like it's sloppy. It's like raw. It's like just, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I feel like that that's lacking and that feels like it's more repressed. Like, I don't know. But, um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Just a lot of, a lot of feelings about, about that, about what it means to, to be a man in this world and what it means to raise a, a little girl and, you know. What do you think you're going to do different and how you raise mine, how you teach her. About what am I going to do different? I don't know because yeah. I never grew up with a father figure in my life. But I guess what I'd love to do is um, somehow teach her that the beauty of what a, a raw, instinctual man is and not to tame it because it is not something to be tamed. Just like a woman isn't something to tame. A woman is a woman and a woman will be a woman for every for the good and for the bad and just understanding certain women work better for you than other women. But to just know that... You know, a man is is um is gonna be a man, and a man needs to do what a what a man does. As funny as that and serious as that is, um, for for better or for worse. And if you love him enough, um, and he loves you enough, it'll work out. But to tame a wild beast on both sides, I don't necessarily think is. It's a hard, it's a hard question. It's a hard question that you asked, but I just feel like there's just too much taming with a man. That's all I'll say. Not to tame or not to learn how to coexist, more like coexisting with a man, I guess, and not taming him and not Mm -hmm. depriving him of certain elements that once gave him that, 
that chutzpah, that that, yeah. that that stallion, that you know, that that testosterone, that you know, it's me against the world mentality. I think at at the core, a lot of this is kind of going based on teaching. You know, if we're talking about Maya, is the confidence and the love to be able to have inst- installed in yourself to be able to look at somebody if, when you're with them, your partner, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, and just say, hey, like, this isn't working, and to be able to put your foot down and walk away. Because I think a lot of this stems from unhappy, like a lot of this, like, quote-unquote taming um, or trying to change somebody to be who you want them to be and not who they are and not to love them for for who they are um there's always a lot of compromise right with relationships but to start trying to kind of wrap them around your finger can lead to very toxic situations um that leads to very toxic environment home environments for your kids when you do have them and so kind of going back to i'm not trying to put blame on anybody but when I say that I think like our role you and I um to help kind of change this route is to install instill confidence and to instill love and to instill that it's not you don't have to be with the first person that you think you love and you don't have to have a kid with them it's not going to make it better you don't have to do a lot of things that society tells you you have to do you don't have to try to stick it out um, you can leave whenever you want to leave. You can, and you'll still be your own person. And and it's okay to love and lose and all these cheesy things because I think a lot of the time we don't. Um, my mom always said, you know, once you marry somebody, you have to stay with them because it's a, a loyalty thing. You you made a promise to God, whatever the case is, and I, I think that's bullshit. Yeah, I respect the idea of it. In the sense of just being that loyalty, that like, you know, that understanding, but like obviously in a real world setting, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that practical? <laughs> you know, I, you, don't, you don't even need to say anything, yeah. but like you just ask yourself that question, right? Like, is that practical? Yeah. Like in the sense of like using that, that guideline as like the, your happiness or finding the, you know, the, the key to your happiness, like that, yeah. you know, but yeah. And I think the responsibility and accountability lays on everybody, you yeah. know, together. So, yeah, it's a lot of it's it's a lot of deep things to think about, and a lot of things that people don't really want to talk about, or people don't really want to have an opinion in, because we're supposed to create this like society that's equal. But with equality, you're creating a lot of problems. And I think that's itself. one of the issues that I a bigger, even bigger than what we're talking about issue is just like that repressive thought, you know, that repressive community that is not willing to let you talk about things like this, mm-hmm. that le- to not let you kind of just open up and just say like, you know, for me, like, huh, like guys, like don't, don't crucify me on the stake, but like, what if women are the problem? You know, like it, it, just to, just to put that out there and to talk please, through like, it just tell me mm-hmm. these things that i don't know please like i yeah. am a student just asking a question well it's the second don't you roast say me on the dang steak please and the <laughs> you second know, like, you say something like that it's just like it's funny because how i can picture this conversation going is how I, how i can picture this is that somebody could take clips from this 
and say, oh, he supports Andrew Tate. Oh, he does this. Oh, he does that. And it's just funny because a lot of people won't take the time to listen to it through um, hearing you out as a man just saying, like, I literally don't know what the fuck I'm doing. This is how I... I'm seeing things. This is a th- these are the things I'm listening to. These are the things I'm seeing as um as a person, and, and because, this is how I'm going about it. Sorry, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I don't want to forget. This. And because people don't have that availability to talk, people tend to turn to not good figures, just passionate, fierce figures, because they feel like there isn't the only ones out there are the passionate, fierce guys. There aren't these like middle in between guys. You notice that? It's like these great figures on each mm-hmm. side. So, lo- because there is no availability to talk, because once you say something, mm-hmm. you're automatically like shunned, shunned one to direction. one center or the, yeah. yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah. And and so, because of that, then like, yeah, like the answer to, oh, yeah, obviously, I don't agree with everything he says. I don't even know who this person necessarily is. I was just going off of some things he said about like what a man should be or like, like me relating on like the fight club thing where it's like a man's like, we're, 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 we're repressed. We, we don't, there's a lot of anger out here in this in the male com- community and and nobody can talk about this anger mm-hmm. and we can't do nothing about this anger but we're getting pissed off like you know like mm-hmm. and and because of that you know people turn to guys like Andrew Tate people turn to these like very prolific figures or they turn way against it they're like mm-hmm. I don't want no problems I believe in like just love and like just going that way but there's so many people in the middle mm-hmm. who just can't feel like they they don't and they end up saying nothing because mm-hmm. they don't want to be a problem to people they don't want to have people judge them and that's like the saddest thing in the world like that people can't have that availability to just talk about things mm-hmm. so like like people said like people can't express these topics these taboo topics because this because these these and and that these com- bigger communities can't use these like for instance the anti-semitism with Kanye West they can't use these opportunities instead of shunning Kanye West for what he said use these opportunities as learning experiences saying okay guys we understand what Kanye West is saying is not good can we explain to you why what he's saying isn't good mm-hmm. so you can understand the context of why we think what he's saying is blasphemy mm-hmm. you know like this is why you know blah 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 and because it's an unpopular opinion but at the end of the day like a lot of people know about Kanye West more than they do about like the ins and outs of the Jewish community so why not why take that opportunity to say like look education yes like okay you know who like you just said you know who he is let's talk about it in this way in this manner and I think like the cool thing is that we were just at um Sorry, I always forget. We were just at the synagogue yesterday, and I'm really sorry because I don't know what these people are called. Like, it's not a priest. A rabbi. A rabbi. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He was talking about how um, the Jewish Community Center is actually having a, or they're hosting a discussion kind of about what's going on specifically with Kanye and other celebrities who are kind of picking a direction. And I think that's really cool to open it in that kind of way and to have a discussion, not to just put your foot down and say A, B, or C, they're actually saying, hey, like, let's actually sit down and talk about it, like, as a community. And it feels like a little bit more welcoming uh, to be able to have a voice because I think a lot of the time what we're doing now collectively is taking people's voices away. And they're like, well, men shouldn't say this or women shouldn't say that. But, like, hey, I'm a woman and, like, I am saying this or I am saying that. And so now what? Like, 
you know? Yeah. What do, like, what do I do? I'm a Hispanic that? man and I don't really like where I come from. Can someone help me? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, like that's, yes. that's, uh, that's and, and what, what are you go- and more. like what are people going to do? Are they going to like shun you because that's yeah, like a, a legit feeling? Get the hell out of the room. Yeah, like, yeah it, that's hell? a legit feeling you're having. Or are they going to help you and say like, "Fuck!" Like I've never seen. Like, tell me more. Why do you feel like that? Yes, I've never seen anybody deal with something like this. Like, how can you explain to me like a little bit more? No, nobody really wants to take the time to do that because they feel like everybody at their core. They just want to know. They just want to learn. They just they just want it to be explained to them. Because if no one explains these feelings that I have about my own people, I'm left to my own devices. <laughs> and uh, I just wish somebody could just, like, help me. I need help. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. that's all. I'm just here to learn. I'm a student. I, I just, I'm a student of life. So what I always pride myself on, I just want to learn. And I'm sure that I'm not the only one. I can't be the only one. Can't be the one who feels like that. Yeah. Can't be the only Hispanic dude who doesn't know Spanish who feels negative about people who always assume that they know Spanish. Mm-hmm. Can't be the only one who just doesn't feel. The, I can't be the only adopted adoptee who feels like they don't belong in their own skin or has confusion or trouble feeling that based on how they were raised. Mm-hmm. Can't be the only one. Right. So. Anyways. Just opening up a conversation. Yeah. None of this means nothing. Yeah. None of this means anything. <laughs> I like when Dave Chappelle said with his monologue about um his his comments on Kanye West and like anti-Semitism, he said before he opened this whole thing, he said, okay, I have a brief statement to make. Um, I have always loved and will continue to always love the Jewish community and I support anti-Semitism um, amongst everything. And I... <laughs> and he's like, okay, just with put that it, being put, said, with that being said, that is called buying some time because <laughs> he, you know, because, you know, everybody, they, they like they hang on every word. Yes. That's they hang on every sentence. Yeah. So him saying that they're hanging on that sentence now. So yeah. I just bought him some time in terms of being able to explore. explain himself. Yeah. Yes. But um, that's all this is about. Just explaining. Just ex- and I guess that's kind of like why I'm kind of laughing right now or smiling so big because it's like, why can't we just have these conversations without being labeled A, B or C and you shunning me or putting me in a box or canceling me. And I'm just over here saying like, I'm so fucking lost. Like yeah. you said, help. Like I'm not leaning towards one way or not. Like I don't believe everything that you just said, you yeah. know, in this entire hour long seven minute podcast i don't believe in everything you just said but i'm also trying to ask questions or trying to put in my input when those concerns or confusion those feelings come up yeah so it's not i'm not fighting i'm not saying like i'm not gonna fucking post this because i don't believe in a lot of the things you said it's just it's an an, an opinion and yeah. i think that it's and a, a valid opinion as valid as your opinions yeah. too that i might not necessarily agree with mm-hmm. but that's like what i love is just having these opinions be heard and be judged uh, accordingly and being explained and being you know um asked more in-depthly about to get a better perspective of where somebody's coming from mm-hmm. You know, I would always do that to the most racist people in this world, to the most biased people in this world. I just want to know where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. And I want to hear you out for your entirety feeling because very well, I could potentially pinpoint certain places in your life or certain areas in your life where you you got effed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You flat out got effed. And I can see where this 
stemmed Hate from. Is coming from yeah. And I understand. I might not agree with mm-hmm. how you're doing it in your life or how you yeah. view, but I, I'll understand you for who you are. Yeah. Because especially when it comes to this country, you know, you're you're a brother, your sister. We are a part of a community whose only mission is to improve everybody's life, to improve ourselves as 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 a as a community and to come together more. And how we do that is to try to understand support each other. and help. Yes. Help yeah. guide each other into a better tomorrow. I feel like so I think like a uh, old grandpa now. <laughs> Sam 2024. Yeah. <laughs> no, but and I think that. At the root of it, if somebody had such harsh feelings about everything that you're saying right now, you'd be down for a conversation. But yeah. most likely, nobody's going to make it to this point of the podcast because they're not really down to have a conversation about it. They're just down to pick it apart as Maybe they, they see, please, and and then share it with their friends, share it with their friends, and not get the root of it. And like that's, that's cool with me because I totally, that's how you figure out who you want in your life and who you don't. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, you know, there's just a lot of a lot of questions and a, a lot of exploring on on who people are and the different walks of life that they come through. And I just want to be there to explore with them, to talk it out with them, to share what I've learned and where I'm going with them, because I feel like they could offer me some really great, valuable life lessons as I could potentially offer them some really great, valuable lessons. And we can all benefit from it. To be try and be as happy as we can in this <laughs> difficult world that we live in today. And I think that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. But maybe with that being said, I need to use the bathroom terribly bad. And I'm trying to get really hungry. Yeah. So I, you know, for everyone who made it this far with us, I truly appreciate you mm-hmm. hearing us out for what we have to say. I apologize if there's anything that I said that was mm. over the line or offended you. Um, because I'm just here to, I'm just here to talk out what I don't know and, and hope that maybe somebody could share something that they do know with me in the chat or, um, wherever this video is being posted, because I'd love to learn and I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about what I said. Um, because I just, I just want, I just want to be a better person and I'm open to changing who I am. If it can help better me as but a But don't apologize being. for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, I apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, you said another, what you said. Yeah. And, and down the line, if somebody, you know, makes a different point and you you learn from it, then you can say, oh, wow, that like altered I've, what I've I altered said. my way of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, let's wrap it up. Yeah. So anyways, thank you all. And, um. We will see you next week. Yeah. I hope you have a good week. Is that what you're going to say? (laughs) No, yeah. I was just going to say, yep. Uh, Until next time. (laughs) All right. Take care. Peace.